Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, you're scared. No, I'm not. You are scared. No, I'm not. Yeah, I don't I believe it. I don't believe it, guys. You obviously do. You're in denial about our house being haunted. There's no such thing as I, uh, I'm DJing a party tonight, a Halloween party, and I was... Bar Mitzvah? I, what do you got? Yeah, it's, I'm DJing uh, Eli's son's Bar Mitzvah tonight. Happy, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but I was trying to figure out how to incorporate the Stranger Things soundtrack, but it's really hard. It's really slow. <laughs> yeah. So, I haven't, I haven't... Trying to get those kids to just start necking hard. That's, put that that's on. what I want. <laughs> that's a neck I, would, I would absolutely love to DJ like a high school dance or something. That would be pretty fun. That would be. Wouldn't it be fun? Like it'd be like a really fun, silly, weird thing to do. It yeah. would. I'm interested to see how much freak dancing's going on. Yeah. What is the new? I mean, I know that everybody's doing you guys, the, the juju in high school. What's were you, the how, juju? Were you guys like grinding? Yeah. I wasn't, but I mean, that's the that was the Why thing. Not? What were you doing? I was standing next to the bathroom watching and being horrified. <laughs> Seriously, like I was so grossed out by that kind yeah. of dancing. And oh. I, I'm not even Mormon. I was pretty shy. Well, let me. T- I wasn't shy. I was. I was. Um, I was like not good with sexual interactions. Yeah, in you were in the Banger Boys, dude. How can you be? I shy? was in the Banger well, Boys. <laughs> if you remember, the Banger Boys was four dudes who drank Code Red and, and played video games. Uh-huh. <laughs> Through high school. So yeah, it surprises me that you weren't comfortable sexually. I know, exactly. <laughs> you guys were just slamming babes all day, right? No? What the? <laughs> what was your gang called again? Sorry, I don't know why. Slumberfest. Slumberfest. Yeah. Slumberfest. We made, we made girls fill out applications to come. <laughs> and they stopped doing that pretty what early, didn't they? a good way to not have girlfriends. <laughs> and remember, we were like 17 when we did this. <laughs> So cool. There are those girls that don't love themselves that would do that, though. That's who we were going after. We were going after the ones who like had low self esteem. That's a complicated flirtation. It is because you're giving, you're judging someone directly. Yeah. So you're giving them this like one-on-one feedback (laughs) that's kind of hard to find in a hallway. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a. It was a. You had to come in for three interviews. Oh my god. the The last one was a group interview with other girls. Gang bang. Well. You could call in it a, that. In a, in a corporate colloquial sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in theory, it was a gangway. Which is actually, which is a good segue to today's topic. Is it? Is it? <laughs> is it? Oh, yeah. I think it's a horrifying thing. So, um, <laughs> welcome to Did You Read It? This is uh, a weekly weekly pod about the internet uh, by by way of Reddit. I guess it's mostly. I guess every we say that every week. Sometimes we'll wander off into the the regular internet, but almost always it circles back or starts on Reddit, which I think is the front page of the internet where everything starts. So We're talking internet trends, internet culture, right, internet right. art. We are your internet trend report. So uh, it's like TMZ, but for the internet. Yeah, we'd like to think that. Yeah, we would. We're we're, <laughs> we're as big of an operation. Yeah, we're getting. We're getting we're getting close. We're sitting on a lot of sex tapes, right? Yeah, now. that's right. Yeah. So many that we would just, <laughs> just people from Reddit that yeah. no one knows. Yeah. So. and they're audio. They're audio sex tapes. They're useless. So. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just guys, yeah, <laughs> making sex tapes <laughs> yeah. with just audio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a 
What a terrible concept. That sounds, that's like my nightmare. Right? Maybe that's how people got off speaking in the like, of nightmares. 50s. Yeah, speaking of nightmares. So th- um, this this is a special episode week because uh, this is Halloween time. I think this, this one's probably going to come out sometime over the Halloween weekend or... Perhaps on, on the day itself. Yeah, because we want to freak you the fuck out. We really want to yeah. make you... Shiver in your boots. Mm-hmm. Um, Shiver me timbers, right? Yeah. Yes. But oh, yes. This is... Uh, so th- there is a very, 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 very popular subreddit on Reddit called No Sleep that we've gotten a couple requests in the past to do. And now we're doing it because we've been sitting on it, uh, which makes it sound like we're prepared for it. We're not. No. Not as prepared. We never are. Never are. But we're prepared in the sense that we always have donuts and coffee because it's yeah. a morning pod. And I don't know if this but. matters at all, but... It hasn't rained in, in Los Angeles in six years, and it's just started right. raining. Pouring. Right. Coincidence? I don't know. I think it's the devil. <laughs> but think about that, guys. Yeah. While you're potting. And the lights start flickering a little. So They did. It's just kind of it's got that vibe in here right now. They really did. Right. Yes. Oh, my God, and there's a razor blade in your donut. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, shit. It went from horrifying to sad and bloody <laughs> really fast. Um, but anyway, so we are three friends. We talk about the internet. Uh, did I ever cover? Did I cover everything? Oh, no sleep. So now we're just gonna get into it because this one's a really, this one's a really amazing sub that I think everybody should spend some time entertaining. And as a really quick and, and important caveat, there is a there is a podcast already dedicated to just reading no sleep, and I think I think that's how they get their stuff. I don't know entirely, but it's called the No Sleep Podcast. It's one of the best podcasts on in the podcasting world, in my opinion, because it's just so well produced and like the stories are. If you're into that kind of thing, they just do a really good job of presenting it. But uh, these stories typically are long, mm-hmm. so we're going to be reading through and we're we're going to kind of do our own take on it. So we'll do our normal thing. We'll talk about how this sub works, why, etc. And then we'll read a few, but we'll also kind of get into our own personal stories. I think it's a plan. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about conspiracies at some point. Some point cause that's what we do every episode. Um, so, dog boobs, you want to you kick it off? Yeah, man. Get into the, the nitty gritty. So, basically, No Sleep is a place for authors to share their original horror stories. So um, suspension and disbelief are key here. These aren't all true stories. Don't be an asshole in the comments and be like, that doesn't make any sense. There's no way that happened. Like, it doesn't matter. This is just for scary stories. Um, And the posting rules are pretty simple. You only post original stories. So no plagiarism, no creepypasta, which is a term for like those scary stories that you see the same scary story reposted over and over and over and over on the internet. Right. That's what creepypasta is. Um, So none of that, no bandwagoning another writer's story and like building off of it. Just be original. Um, You know, your submissions have to be in story form. So it it means something has to happen in it. Um, And then something else must happen as a result. So basically just the key storytelling rules. Right. Um, they must be believable within reason. To so what, keep, so what keep does it that scary. mean? That, not the believable part, but the part about the beginning and the end. Does that just mean like you can't I be think, like my, my stepdad killed this hobo once? Yeah. Right? If you have a, they say if you have a non-story meta post, make 
po- oh, if you have a non-story meta post to make, please visit the discussion at subreddit no sleep OOC. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I can find out. But basically it's like no non-stories. Right. And this one, I mean, just I know I said at the beginning, but this has 8,172,634 redditors. That's right? crazy. So, this is pro- I mean, this is probably in the top 10. Yeah. Of Reddit, I assume, right? Actually, there's a let's check Reddit, Reddit list. list. Figure that out. Um so this one, I mean, this is one of the most popular ones, and it, you know, it generates really, really fucking good stories. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a side to that too, so yeah, so no sleep is not even in the top ten, not even in the top twenty. Whoa, um, no sleep is. Uh, I don't see it on this list. I don't but either. It's... Wonder why. Because it's creepy, dude. Oh, like there this. it is. Damn, dude. It's number 46. Wow. <laughs> it's really popular, but it's number 46. So it's still, I guess, kind of down there. But I thought that number must be off. because this, this It doesn't is, correlate with the yeah. other one. They gotta... Anyway, that's not the point. Um, so now, if you're... You, you can post true stories here, but they're not going to go down as true stories because that's one of the common tropes in storytelling and horror stories is like... You know, I know all you guys are telling these stories you made up right now, but I got to be honest, I have a real one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this happened to me when I was in fifth grade and it's, it's kind of sensitive. So, and then people go, oh, it's a really good right. way to tell a fake story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's a little confusing here. Now, there's, there's another sub called Let's Not Meet. And that is like true horror stories. So those are more like just scary stories about people almost getting murdered and stuff like that. Uh, so if you're into that kind of stuff, check that out. That's that's actually based in reality. That one is, those are all real stories. So maybe yeah. maybe we'll like read a couple home, Let's Not Weed. Someone was let's following not the me. End. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, right. Didn't like, get killed. Yeah, and those are less, I mean, the ones I've read there, we'll, we'll again, we'll get, is that rain that I hear? Is that my... Rain, I think. Wow. That's devil rain, my friend. That's, yeah. That's, uh... That's I wish Halloween. it was thundering and lightning right now. Yeah, it pretty much is. Anyway, all right, so... And we're in a tsunami zone, so think about that. Are we in a tsunami zone? Yeah. Technically. Technically. <laughs> uh, well, we got really... We started getting really quick into the conspiracies. Yeah. We got a chance to start the other one. We're just going to end up being a conspiracy Tsunamis bot. are conspiracies. <laughs> I wonder if we can get bought by the, uh, the, the InfoWars network. That'd be cool. That'd be, <laughs> be so part cool. of part of InfoWars. The Corbett Report? <laughs> yeah. Do you know oh, that guy? No. He's another one. He's another. He's on yeah. the more liberal side. Of oh, really? The, yeah. Infowars is more like conservative. Oh, I don't even know if you want to call it that. They're just I don't know fucking what, I mean, out there. Yeah, they're not like, they're like Democrat or Republican, type, yeah. they're, but they're, they both have like sort of an agenda. Yeah, they definitely. Yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. So let's just get into it. So um, I guess I'll try to. So the No Sleep podcast is like the best produced podcast I've ever heard. So. Ours is yeah, we don't want to try to. We're like, not going to even try to be that, but I will yeah. put some music behind these, maybe. Just a, a little like witch cackle here and there. Yeah, yeah. I'll put I'll put uh, I'll put some music <laughs> that just sits in the background, like an instrumental of Toto's Africa. Yeah, read these scary stories over. 
Uh, all right, cool. Well, uh, who wants to who wants to kick it off? I mean, damn, I'm like kind of nervous. They're so long that I don't know if they're going to yeah. be the payoff's going to be great. I know that's that's a tough one. So we could always start on the 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 top of all time, or we could start on one I found last night when I was researching that was just called Build a Bear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, let's. Start. I know about that one. What? Well, I, I, there's a conspiracy there. Oh, <laughs> I know really? about the store, but let's go. Oh, I want to hear man. it. This one, yeah, I just saw it and I was like, "Wow, where could this go?" <laughs> you know? So, oh, no, not to tell us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just play in the background while I'm reading this. All right, so, All right. so like we said, these are pretty long. This is actually not as long as I thought it'd be. Um, so excuse the heavy reading, but we're uh, let's get into it. All right, so this one's called Build a Bear, and it's by Sant Gamer, right? All right. It's late where I am. I'm online looking up something about Build a Bear. <laughs> that's an amazing story. <laughs> I'm already hooked. Story. And that's actually the funny thing about <laughs> no, the No Sleep Podcast, by the way, is he, it's really dramatic and, and like a little campy, like in a good way, like a ha- Halloween type way. But then when he gets to the names of them, it's always like, so watch out on Mother's Lane for Spoons Man. Stuff <laughs> 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 like, you're just like. That's not scary That's at not all. Scary at all. Yeah. But it's fun. I know. Um, spoon man. I know. So, and then the story like goes off the rails and like a bunch of kids die and stuff and it ends up being scary, but it's like the titles are always like, huh? What? <laughs> um, all right. It's late where I am. I'm online looking up information about Build-A-Bear. They do fix their, they do fix their bears. Thank God. They even call it the Build-A-Bear Hospital. Don't know where this is going already. I was up late gaming, watching football players and so, football, football replays and so on. I shut things down about an hour ago and headed upstairs in the foyer. At the bottom of the stairs where the kids' uh, school backpack should be. But my youngest daughter's wasn't there. Searched the living room, no dice. I was tired and still am. But I figured a couple extra minutes now would spare them getting to school late tomorrow. So I kept looking. I even went out to the garage and looked in both cars and came up empty again. I checked the den when right above me I heard faint thumps and even some growling. Goddamn dog was in my youngest bedroom. My youngest's bedroom, up to no good by the sound of it. As quietly as I could t- uh, tiptoe up the stairs, I headed there, ready to drag the pooch out uh, out to the den where he'd spend the night. He'd already fled the scene of the crime. Her favorite teddy bear, Charlie, was missing one arm and leg, and his stuffing was out. I could even see the little silk heart they put in for the kids. Oh. Damn it! Did they do that in Builderberg? Yes. That's amazing. The only fortunate thing was that it was the cheapest basic bear they could sell. Was this guy a fucking plumber or something? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, back to the story. (laughs) I scooped up all the bits and decided I'd go back. I'd go pick another one up tomorrow. None of the other toys, no Barbies, other stuffed animals, etc. had been damaged. Mm. Stupid dog, I thought. She loved this bear, or rather had loved this bear. Now it was garbage. It would be heartbroken, especially when, or rather if I decided... Uh, right then to not let this get out so to speak she found out uh, her other best pal in the world our chocolate lab mix had torn it up quietly making my way back to the garage I wrapped Charlie's remains in a shopping bag and lifted the lid on the large trash bin sorry dude you were a favorite I muttered and then ellipsis and then uh, the I heard so I heard a muffled voice from inside the bag coughing raspy labored and it just made uh, it just about made me drop dead from a heart attack it's it's okay just tell Marie I love her I got the most of them please don't linger out there go back up 
You and Max will scare the rest of them off. I was terrified. I dropped the bag and ran back to my daughter's bedroom, curling around the bed. While it's hard to describe, it's like shadows were being projected on the walls around her bed in the corner of the room, but there was nothing to make any shadows, nothing to cast them. I yelled incoherently and flipped the room light on. Marie stayed asleep. How? I have no idea. The shadows hissed and danced danced around, slipping over the ceiling and around the walls in my direction. I leaned out into the hall and threw my bedroom door open, planning to yell for my wife. Max bounded out of our room and into Marie's and began to bark at top volume. That woke Marie up. Even bark seemed to... Even... Every bark seemed to dissipate or shatter or dissolve the shadow forms. Everything happened so quickly. They were all gone before she was fully awake. Of course, there was crying and commotion. My wife came in demanding to know what happened. I just told them Max had gotten out and raised a ruckus. So now... I'm back down in the den. I dug out the baby monitor with camera, and I'm keeping an eye on it while I make an appointment to get Charlie repaired. When I went out to the garage, he was sleeping on the floor in the bag. He was still on the floor in the bag. I picked it up and laid it gingerly in the cabinet where it, where it wouldn't be seen by Marie first thing in the morning when we decided to roll to school. As I closed the cabinet door, I whispered, I'll get you fixed up, man. And I'm not entirely sure, but just as I stepped back into the house proper... I think I heard a scratchy voice back in the garage say, thank you. <sighs> so it That's a, beautiful, this, though. This is a bear from Build-A-Bear that's haunted. And you know what? He's my conspiracy. grateful. <laughs> yeah, that was actually kind of like... kind of nice. That one, that one had a... That one... Uh, I don't know if that was... It wasn't scary at all. It was, it was like more like, okay. It was like an army of stuffed animals protecting my daughter. Yeah, is this nice. is yeah. this is actually uh, this is what these comments are on this one. So it's like it's kind of a metaphor for what stuffed animals do for kids, right? Right. I think that's the point. I think mm-hmm. it's, yeah. So this one's like uh, the first top comment is like more like build a feel. The story was so heart a sweet and heartwarming. Reminds me of this pic, and then it's a picture of uh, this really scary monster like hanging over a daughter, and then you see a little tiny bear with like a little tiny a little tiny sword kind of protecting her. Yeah. And it's like a, it's a nice, really nice. Like My Pet Monster with Fred Savage. Was that a thing? It's a classic film. My Pet Monster? Is that a real movie? Yeah. You guys should check it out. My Pet Monster. I don't remember that. I like that. So that one was, that one was was nice. That one was nice. That one was like a little bit more, it was like sweet It's like he was possessed, but he wasn't evil. Right. I like that he was, he smoked and drank though. He was yeah. Like, he was like, you done is cool. Ted. So why, uh, why didn't, uh, why didn't he protect himself from the dog? He could have killed he that dog have. in a moment. To the dad? Come on, no. man. <laughs> why did the dad kill the dog? I just want to know. I just need Let's, to know. How could um, he have protected himself? No, like the, the, uh, fucking the bear. Because he's because he's possessed and he's got powers. Yeah. What I don't can the bear do anything other than just talk and harass people? I think he's his biggest skill is an emotional support Mm. animal. Interesting. Which is ironic because that dog was also an emotional support. Yeah. It had the badge and everything. Shit. Had the silk heart. You get online for one (laughs) hundred fifty dollars. Is that how much Build Bear is? No, it's emotional support dog. (laughs) You're going to have to think very soon about how much Build Bear is. They're probably you're, you're about bucks? to spend a lot of money on Build a Bear, dude. Oh, fudge that, dude! Fudge that. <laughs> I'm. 
I hope your kid, your your like boy, grows up to be a like a build a bear designer. And you're <laughs> like, gonna be that dad who's just like he's like I want to be an architect, I hate an son. architect of build a bear. You're like no. <laughs> what's what's the what's the one thing that like you know you're you're obviously not the kind of dad who'd be like I hate my gay son. Yeah. But like, what's the thing you would disown your son for? If he was a sociopath. I don't know. I haven't got that far yet. We're still working on like the projectile shit stuff. Yeah. Right. Which is pretty cool. He still hasn't technically seen you. So. Well, I mean, if you got into like monster <laughs> energy drinks. Oh, really? And like oh. those star hats. So if he was like a, a BMXer and he had like a piercing mm. below his like. I like BMX. Bottom, but, like, bottom lip. The 80s, 90s version? I'm talking about more like a Sandy. If he became a San Diego guy, I'd be oh, like, yeah. oh, I hate my you. son. I'd be like, you can just leave. You leave and <laughs> you, you leave. never, you come, never come, come back. Oh my that God. would actually be amazing. <laughs> if you decided so him because he, he started like hanging out in Newport Beach too much. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh wanna, my God. you want a monster dad? I got you a monster energy. No. Get out of my house. Get out of my house. My dad. You're not my son. That'd be hard. <laughs> That'd be really hard to get over. That yeah, would be tough. Um, that was my scary story. That was a scary story. Uh, all right, so we that should was read a nice another story. one. I think yeah. that got the ball rolling because you know, it was a charming, it was a charming, was a charming one. one. I think charming. I found a, a scary, a scarier right. one. And I also, uh, I you know, speaking of scary things, that reminded me of uh, how scary it is to have to read a long passage in front yes. of your peers. Yeah, popcorn. I, I forgot. I forgot about reading. that. Where the teacher's like, "You, your dad." Yep. Read this passage, and I'm just like, ah! "Yeah, you did pretty and good." Everybody's job. gonna you make fun great. of me. Yeah. I'm terrible. At I it. was one of those kids in school that liked to do it. Oh, you fucking I nerd! I know. I know. I beat the oh. shit out of people like you in high school. Yeah, you know Not your anymore. application to the <laughs> Banger Bros would have been denied. <laughs> yeah. That's the first question. Sorry, you guys 69 asked boys? On that. Yeah. <laughs> 69 boys. <laughs> the 69 boys. The banger, yeah, the banger bros. Okay, this one's called The Delivery Man Won't Leave. Oh. All right. We've all had those munchery guys dropping off your food for the night. Oh, clawing yeah. Clawing at your window to get it. Well, yeah. they pretty much just leave your package. But oh, the story. Are you watching uh, Big Bang Theory? Yeah. If I catch the tail end of this. It's yeah. my favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. How amazing would that be? That would be an amazing prank. Come on in. I hate YouTube prank things, but like that's one I would be like, that's pretty funny. Delivery if like the delivery yeah. guy who just like tries invites like, himself in somehow. Like, oh, what are you yeah. making? Like dinner time. Mm. Mm. I've had uh, just yesterday. I, how could you I, do it? How could you get in? Just sometimes delivery men are weird. Like yesterday, I was working from home in the afternoon. Maybe. Build a relationship with the deliveries. Yeah. Well, this one was just... Okay, so he'd been trying to deliver my roommate's iPhone 7. But it's... Okay, I, like, I don't understand when delivery men get pissy that no one's home during the day to sign for right. something. It's I'm so like, normal to not be home Everyone has a job, dude. I don't even get the system. Right. No. It doesn't make sense. So, I like, I happened to be home because I got home from the airport and worked from home in the afternoon. Right. And he knocks on the door and I, he's like, I need... You just signed for this. So while I'm signing it, he's like, I've been trying to deliver this for four days. And oh I'm like, dude, tough shit. Right. Like, what do you expect? Is like, I don't have a stay at home wife. Like, right. sorry. I just it's, didn't understand. It's weird, like, it's weird to drop attitude on that. Yeah. Thing. I'm like, what are you giving me attitude for? Everybody has a job. Like, I think it's fucking archaic to ask for signatures at, reg at res residential addresses. Yeah. Like, it's nobody's home. 
I have a P.O. box for that. That makes sense. I mean, it cost me money, but I just never yeah. have to. It's not that much, though. It's like a couple couple shekels, right? Just a couple shekels. From my boat days, I needed it. Yeah. And so I've just right. kept it. And it's like, it's where all my Damn. money goes. Damn. I mean, you need that. Or I just deliver it to the office because I'm like, right. someone will be here. Anyway. I, I used to have a P.O. box because I was, a, I was a pen pal of this really, really dangerous prisoner. Really? <laughs> yeah. This guy, this guy who was the... The this, hold the, on. This might be the start of a story. Yeah. <laughs> this, for no sleep. Can well, you? Can you? It's can not you really scary. It's here? just fucking weird. But it Make was. Make it scary. It was. I was. <laughs> there was this the longest. How much serving, semen was on the letters? Yeah. Uh, I gotta, Would you say a good amount? I gotta a fair lick it again. I don't or remember. Or a ton? Lick it again. I gotta lick it again. Remember? The lick test. Okay. <laughs> the lick semen. <laughs> I think that's called a lick, lick mess test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was pretty quick, dude. That was nice. Um, he was. He. Uh, he was the longest serving prisoner in solitary confinement in the history of the U.S. penitentiary what system. What the fuck? He had killed four people while in prison. Holy What's his smokes. name? Uh, Tommy Silverstein. Sounds like a sweet guy. He was. A, he's a really sweet dude. He like, I mean, he was, I don't want to say he was a victim of circumstances because he killed a bunch of people in prison. There but he you is. kill people in prison, yeah. it's hard to, like, you never know. Prison seems like yeah. a tough place. It is a tough place. And he, he like, went there for, like, armed robbery with that he did with his like shitty dad right oh my god and then and then like while there he like joined the aryan brotherhood because he was like a 17 year old white guy from calabasas or something because you got it you have to and and then he and then i think there was a skirmish and he killed like a fellow like a black gang member um sounds like regular gang stuff speaking of regular gang stuff there's a there's some commotion happening outside Ooh, Woo. Long Beach. He's, he's from Long Beach. Yeah, I knew something like that. Nice. Wow, um, this guy killed so, a lot of people in prison. Yeah, he's, so, he's, he did so, a number. So I think there's a scary story here. I mean... <sighs> I think he thinks you're his only friend. Well... <laughs> 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 All right. I'm just saying... It was a dark, <laughs> dark and stormy night. <laughs> <laughs> Dark and stormy night. It's kind of the best. Southern spirit. Zimbabwe. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't. The, I, the scary story is basically. I mean, it's not a scary story. I guess it could have gone in that direction. Because it was, he basically he he's an artist as well, and this is back when I was doing journalism pretty pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. What's his medium? Jizz and blood, yeah, pretty jizz. much the blood of his of his of his enemies. <laughs> um, so he was an artist, and he was a really good artist. And his story is fucking crazy because he was, I mean, he was in solitary confinement for like eighteen years wow. or something like that. Like solitary confinement for eighteen fucking doesn't years. like a month kill you kill your brain forever or something. Yeah, like, like people like, go fucking crazy. So crazy. So he kind of came out like a very a different person obviously and and he's 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 a very like he seems like a very pleasant dude now and his his messages were so like, it works so solitary confinement works <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically great he's an ad for yeah pretty much <laughs> keep doing it sorry well he um yeah and he he's a fascinating artist i sent him a letter that was just like pretty much just like hey man i really like your art i just find you you're a very interesting artist you have a very interesting story um so I just wanted to send you a note. Right? It was a very candid. It wasn't like I want to do a story about you. It was like pretty, pretty like I'm just very curious what would happen. Mm-hmm. And he sent a note back that was very not much to it. It was like a very simple like thanks a lot blah blah. blah. I sent him a follow up, and then his follow up was like twelve pages long, and it, and it was like his his handwriting is like 
so beautiful that it's almost unreadable. Wow. Like it looks like calligraphy. Shit. And and like there are some creepy moments, but like most of most of the letter was like kind of almost political where it was talking about how fucked up it is yeah. that they would put him in solitary for so long and he's how probably looking for an advocate on totally. the outside. Well he has it. I mean he he is he's kind of part of that thing now, that whole advocate well, he's not part of the advocacy group, but he's like that's very clearly yeah. part of his life. But he's also an ADX Florence. So he's like in the world supermax. Like he's there with like What's the, that? The ADX? ADX Florence is like the Alcatraz of the Rockies is what it's called. Wow. Got and it. it's this like impenetrable prison, like federal prison in the United States. It's like the supermax in the United States. It's like that in Guantanamo Bay pretty much. Wow. And so he's at ADX Florence with like, you know, John Gotti and people like that. Wow. Yeah. So, Supermax um, prisons, man. Yeah, they're very scary. So, anyway, that's not why we're here. That's pretty spooky, though. I know. It's spooky. It's, it's spooky in a different way. So, uh, Boobus, where, okay. were you reading one? Yeah, yeah. So, why the the delivery man won't leave. Right. Because so, he wants, wants to watch the rest of the, the here Big we go. Bang Theory in your house. Exactly. Yeah. He just wants. I wish that was the end of it. That's the end. <laughs> shitty, shitty no sleep. <laughs> there should yeah. be a shitty no sleep. And then we watched I bet every there is. episode of the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> together that's the end okay it had just gotten dark when the door buzzer jolted me out of my lazy binge watching session i was alone in the apartment and had already received my delivery thai food sounds like me which sat half eaten in a styrofoam tray on my chair i wasn't expecting anybody and assumed it was a solicitor but headed over to the intercom nonetheless i asked who is it slightly annoyed but trying not to sound rude There was a low, muffled response. It sounded like someone was talking through a gag or with an overly full mouth. I explained I couldn't understand and again asked who it was. The same deep, muffled voice mumbling not a single identifiable word erupted through the intercom, making me uneasy and waking me up with a strange chill. I walked over to the window overlooking the street and stared down. Twenty-odd feet below on the sidewalk in front of my door was a rather tall, hunched man holding a very large cardboard box that looked like it fell out of a plane and into a landfill. There were dark, oily stains on it, crushed edges, and haphazard strips of packing tape that looked like the only thing keeping it together. I had placed no recent orders, and I had been trying to curb my spending, but even if I had, there was no way I was opening that door. The tall man's face was completely obscured by the large box, which he was holding high in front of his chest, clearly to hide his face intentionally. All I could see was that box and his hands that were covered in loosely hanging blue-palmed gardening gloves that appeared filthy and ill-fitting. Something about them seemed odd and misshapen. I stepped back slowly as my heart thudded in my chest. I walked back to the door and spoke firmly through the intercom. Sorry, but that is not mine. I ordered nothing. Try my neighbors. Goodbye and double-checked the deadbolt to ensure it was locked. I walked back to my room, which felt uncomfortably exposed, and I shut my bedroom door as well. I paused my program and unpaused my program, continued watching The Big Bang Theory is what I'm adding here, when the (laughs) buzzer rang again in three long, jarring rings. Uh My heart raced again, and I clenched my fingers until the knuckles whitened. Walking again to the street-side window, the tall man was still there, uneasily twitching the blue denim cap that covered the top of his mostly concealed head. Something about his head seemed misshapen, but I couldn't quite tell what because of the way he was concealing it with that large, stain-covered cardboard package. I backed up once more and walked over to the intercom, pressing the talk button. I told the man I was not accepting the package or opening the door, and if he didn't vacate now, I'd be calling the police. 
My voice was shaky even though I tried to sound as as intimidating as possible. I walked over to the window again and saw him standing there unmoving aside from an occasional tick or shiver. I shivered as if in response and then realized how cold I was. I adjusted the thermostat, which was only which was on 78 when I heard the buzzer again, but muffled and distant, not my buzzer. It was my next door neighbors, and I was getting ready to text for advice when I heard dreaded sound, the door lock release button buzzing as if mocking me. I slid my eye to the peephole and soon saw the tall man in his battered package crept into view in front of my door. I watched as the next door, as my next door neighbor Dan's door opened behind him. I saw the look of both disgust and horror twist on Dan's face as he scrambled inside and slammed the door, and I heard the locks quickly latch behind him. The man at the door turned slightly in response, and I saw a sliver of a deformed face. It was massively elongated, as if there was a football-sized tumor growing in the front of his skull, pressing it outward at a shocking angle. Slender yellow teeth jutted outward like tiny tusks from the ovular, frill-lipped mouth, which was, which was a wide circle of agony that extended nearly half a foot in front of where it should. Under the stark shadows of the overhanging fluorescent lighting, I can safely say that nothing chilled my blood as much as that deformed and twisted face and the watery gray eyes that sat in the elongated and stretched eye sockets. The door handle jiggled roughly and loudly, and as the figure pounded hard on the door with the bottom of his gloved fist, I let out an involuntary gasp. Eyes wide with fear, I covered my mouth with both my shaking hands and stepped backwards, nearly collapsing to the ground as terror wrought my body. The loud pounding continued for a few seconds before stopping, but as I nearly got my bearings, a thunderous crack jarred the door and I saw a tiny sliver of what could only be an axe blade piercing through. I slid to the ground, mind spinning with the horror of the situation. My shaking hand removed the phone, and I dialed 911 as quickly as it would allow as the other shocking blow to the door splintered a sizable chunk out of it. I scampered backwards as if imitating a crab into my bedroom where I kicked the door shut as the operator picked up. I told them in the stammering voice of a shock victim that a man was breaking in with an axe trying to kill me, and I gave them my address. I heard the front door snap forward with a tremendous crash into the bedroom door in front of me. I was freezing and wondering if I was having a heart attack, nearly praying that for that rather than the other impending death that might that opened my bedroom door and looked at me with those unnatural gray blobs of eyes. His face was beyond anything I'd seen in documentaries about facial tumors, beyond anything I'd seen in horror movies, just a shocking, vulgar deformation of anything remotely human. The long, stretched slits of nostrils trailed down in, to those tusks and below with that maw that looked incapable of eating revealed a massive red lump that might have been a tongue sitting just behind the teeth. I was frozen in place as the tall figure charged over to me and I squeezed my eyes shut, preferring darkness to the horror in front of me to be my last memory if I was going to die. I felt a whoosh of air as the man hurriedly stepped over me. I heard a sickening wet whack like a pumpkin splitting, and my fingers climbed up to the top of my head, ready to find it split in two. A groan drifted into silence somewhere behind me, and I felt a long, bony, and misshapen glove finger pull my arm gently. I opened my eyes to the deformed man attempting to pull me to my feet, and saw the gloved hand pointing behind me. I looked over to the open window I swore I closed earlier, to where the gloved hand pointed, to the crumpled figure beside my bed to the other large man dressed in black lying in a pool of blood from an axe wound in his chest to that long serrated knife on his in his black gloved fingers by his side 
it was the home invader, a deranged murderer that this deformed man had seen breaking into my apartment. This deformed man that turned out to be my shut-in neighbor, Jeremy, from the apartment building behind mine. Jeremy, to whom I owed my life. That one also flipped into a positive at the end. So she was freaked out because he's so scary looking, but he saved her life from a home invader. But she had never really seen him either. No. Right? Because he was a shut-in. This seems like a good time to drop... uh, a word from our sponsor, truesource.com. <laughs> because goddamn, am I getting a couple of those um, lead hats, cane oh, swords. Yeah, we need those hats. Butterfly knives and nunchucks. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. The top up, comment people. is, what was in the package, though? Also, nice plot twist. And what one guy in goes, what was an in act of kindness. <laughs> <laughs> Commit random acts of kindness. <laughs> oh, did somebody someone wrote though i think he knew that op would never have opened the door for him since he was deformed so he threw together a weird costume and package to hopefully have op let him in so he could save her and then the person below that was like it's not a real story it's not real nerd yeah Yeah. (laughs) um jeremy dat boy the real mvp squad goals (laughs) wait what (laughs) that's another comment that's amazing um, I like that story. I like that story, and you're really good at reading out loud. <laughs> I try not to stumble over my words. Yeah, but remember earlier when you said you loved reading? I out do. Loud? It's true. I love it. Yeah, I, love it. I just tried to like read. Yeah, you got yeah. it. You got to Try to. I try to get all the words. You know. Have you guys ever had like a weird person at your door? Yeah. Tell me about it. I've had it a lot of times. We, my my street my, has the same had a guy? ton of action. We first moved into our street, like we were sitting watching TV one night and like in the window, just like right outside, I heard like a crunching, mm. like crunch. It was like hot, summery kind of things. So the windows were open. And I kind of like turn around and then there's this face in the window. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, kind of like react calm, you know, I was right. like, hello. <laughs> oh my God. And then it was this woman and she was like, I need to pee. I need to take a piss. Can I come in and take a piss? And I was like, no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really say that? Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. And uh, and she asked to borrow a cup to pee no. after that. And I was like, no. And she's like, and then she freaked out and started saying, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. And I was like, oh, bitch. That, that. And then I kind of got up. <laughs> and dare then, you to uh, try. I called the police because I didn't know if she was really going to kill us. Yeah. Of course. And I think she was just a crazy lady, but she, but it freaked me out for like a while. Yeah. I was like, right. Now I was like on high alert after that. Well, it makes you realize just how flimsy our right. home, like our security is. So you one know? thing you're like, I, I want to leave my windows open because it's fucking hot. Right. Yeah. And like when I do, some lady sticks her head in. She didn't right. stick her head in. It was like a screen. I got to pee. I got to pee. <laughs> Let me pee. Oh, man. So the cops come like an hour and a half later yep, or something. Yeah, of course. You know? Of course. And I was like. By that time, I was like, "Never mind, dude. Calm down now. It's over." God. And the cops like, "Do you got any weapons?" I'm like, "No." I was like, "I have a baseball bat." That's about it. He's like, "We should have hit her in the head with it." <laughs> Did he really? I was like, "Okay." Thanks uh, for the legal advice. I don't know if I'm ready to like bludgeon some woman's yeah. face in with a bat. On a, Let on me know Monday, if you ever want to borrow my nine. Son. On a Monday evening, yeah. I was watching The Big Bang Theory. You know? yeah. I was having a nice night. 
That cop couldn't understand why you didn't Slam see like the opportunity. And then he's like, what, he's like, he's cool house. Uh, what's your rent here? <laughs> Did he really say that? Oh my god! The cops were like twenty-six-year-old dudes. That's god. The best. And I was just like, God, yep, you're like the cops. Yeah, you know? you're the you're cops. The cops. It was like two guys or like guys I could have gone to high school. You know, with. you're pretty pretty chilly. We should hang out sometime. Yeah, it was kind of like, <laughs> it's like no, I'm all right. You're nine one one. It was like, do you have any weapons? Was more like. If you had weapons, you should have used them. Like that's what that's so it wasn't crazy. like. Do you have weapons? Because I want to know. Yeah, like, you should use them on these people. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, huh? Okay, well, I guess I'll go get a gun. <laughs> I mean, I got this mace from TrueSource.com. <laughs> I got this, I got this <laughs> leaded hat that I can smack people in the face. Right? With. Jesus. I mean, that's a that's just one that's story. That's a pretty from my fucked up story. I, yeah. I don't know if we. Every time, I mean, I got another one, but I'll save it for the second ooh, half. Because we all, we live in a relatively isolated neighborhood; like it's not very open. Mm-hmm. So anytime there's a stranger at the door, I'm always like, huh, "Yeah, what? yeah." You should never really cops? have a random knock on your door. No. Yeah. in this town. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, it's just kind of ran- it just shouldn't happen. Yeah, no. No. cell phones and everything. It's right. like you text. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah we very rarely get that, but like like I said, if we do, I'm I'm kind of like high alert. Yeah, and we always hear like we have like raccoons and skunks and shit like that around. Mm-hmm. So I every once in a while we'll be laying in bed, my girlfriend and I, and we'll and we'll hear like the pitter patter of something on our roofs, and our roofs are like you know just typical California wood roofs, so it's like very yeah. punctuated. So it sounds like like it, it sounds like it could almost be a small person, right? right? Yeah, I have that too. It's like pitter patter, right? I mean, you're kind of like, yeah. the fuck is going on up there? Yeah, yeah. I've we've I think there's like a system of cats that go roof to roof. Yeah, <laughs> a system of cats. <laughs> I like to think it's like a, a society because <laughs> you hear them like running and <laughs> I think they're <laughs> jumping <laughs> from roof to roof, like probably chasing squirrels. Or God, something. what a sick life! I that have like be. a pretty weird, cool, right? serious story. Yeah. Like when I was um. I was like five or five or six. My family moved to New Jersey for about six months. Ah, That's the other story. (laughs) But we did. We didn't live in a city or anything. My dad rented a house in the middle of the woods. So it was and he worked all the time. So it was me, my brother, who was like two and my mom in this kind of old 70s style house in the middle of the woods. Like half of the back of the house was all windows. So you could just it was beautiful. You could see out into the woods and right. But it was a really old house too. Like the carpet was pretty gnarly. Like my right. mom saw East like old. yeah, like when like flooding had happened. Like my mom walked through the living room once and noticed there were worms in the carpet, That's like cool. coming up out of the carpet. Oh really? Well, we think that house was full blown haunted. Like so oh, the reason thanks. everybody th- thought it was haunted is because they had like a neighborhood, that, like whatever neighborhood there was, they had people over to like welcome to the neighborhood. Right. Um, and there was a basement because it's just, the East Coast. They're and checking you out. Is what maybe. They're right. But they're all in the basement. There's a grand piano. There's a bar. Like everybody's. There's a grand hey, piano yeah. in the basement? And so they're all, everybody's like mingling. And my mom sees these pictures up, up on the wall from the previous owners. Right. Um, and the woman, the wife had died. And that's why the man had like rented out the family house and right. moved somewhere smaller. Everyone in these pictures were from like the seventies or the eighties and were in the exact same position as like the party goers that were there in that moment. Like two people sitting on the piano bench in the same position, like three people at the bar with drinks in the same position. Yeah. And my mom was like, totally got freaked out. 
But so that was just creepy. We had rats. So like you'd hear noises all the time. But I remember there was one time my dad was away for business, like not coming home that night. We live down like a half a mile driveway. Like you don't get people stopping at the door. And we had some guy knock on the door and my mom wouldn't answer it. But like at the same time, the ha- half the house is windows. So right. she, I just oh, remember her cool. like getting me and my brother into our rooms and closing the door. And like she had to be like, sorry, we don't take solicitors. Sorry, we don't take solicitors. And he kept knocking and knocking and finally just walked away, but walked into the woods. Like he just walked back into the no woods. No shit. So God my mom damn, terrified, all, terrified all night. My dad wasn't going to be home for another day or two. So it was like one of those things where when you're so remote right and if there's it's probably just a drifter like a like a crazy person which, which is scary in itself yeah though. because like, like he, they're not not stable like it's yeah. not like he came there and he's like i'm gonna kill everybody but yeah if he's no, they schizophrenic start for a glass of water yeah right. i'm right. thirsty i'm cold like can, do you big have any food and, and then big bang yeah. theory is it on can i watch it and, and then, then. <laughs> It turns into something really fucked up. But yeah, we did not have a good experience in New Jersey. I mean, that's that's creepy. We that's had a dog up. too who yeah. would like go out and like bring bring back deer skulls and leave it on our right. doorsteps. It was just a spooky place. He would walk. He would walk on back on his like yeah on his on his on his hind legs. It takes legs. time to get used to the woods. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a weird thing. I mean, like I so I grew up in the woods. I had a similar house. Uh, it was it, it wasn't similar in the sense I had a grand piano and ghosts in my basement, but <laughs> worms in your yeah, room. I had worms in. <laughs> I had a similar house because we had rats and worms that that grew up from the rug. Oh no! I I uh, <laughs> I had a, like in our living room where I would always watch TV and play Dance Dance Revolution because I was like a prodigy when <laughs> yes. I was a kid at Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> Slumber fest for all. We were all really good. At. <laughs> Girls loved us, guys. Oh, yeah. Girls loved us. You but, had like nonstop applications. Have you seen his quads? Outside, I know. Exactly. Basement But we the Next where the passed. living room was. I grew up, you know, in in nowhere Seville, and like we would watch TV, and then like right behind the TV were just like windows for for days, mm-hmm. and the, all those windows kind of led into the darkness of of anonymity. It just was like nothing out there, right? You know, there's a guy in the tree watching you. Yeah, so it was always like one of those things, especially as when you're a kid, you're 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 kind of hanging out watching TV or whatever. And like, especially if you watch something even vaguely suspenseful, mm-hmm. then yeah. that whole world becomes the worst, right? Yeah. yeah. We grew up, I think in a good scary movie time too. I, oh yeah. I did, with like all the Freddy Krueger's and yeah. cemeteries and that like the Stephen King's of the world. Oh like, man. That was really like jamming when I was growing up. Fuck. Like, you watch those movies and be freaked out for like a month. Yeah, Pet Cemetery really did a number on me. Really screwed me. I've up, never yeah. seen Pet Cemetery. Oh, I'm sure it's still, it did a it did a number on me. Yeah. yeah, still captivating. There were there were just moments that were a little like like real horror that that I didn't like. Like get like mm. kid getting hit by the car. Yeah, and that one that one for me it was just like that could Red be asphalt. any of us. Yeah, he's so cute. Red asphalt. Red <laughs> asphalt too. Yeah. Red asphalt's revenge. Yeah, uh, those are always the things that scare me more. Like. When you think about scary movies, like the ones that scare me, scare me are the ones about like realist, like killers and yeah, for me, not it's, like monsters. No, yeah, I'm not. I don't I, like aliens and shit. Don't really freak me out unless it's like really well crafted and, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's just a suspenseful film. I, the, the scary films that fuck with me are the ones about like the long term 
atrophy of like someone's mind and shit like that. Uh, Where like you know like one of I mean it's not a scary so movie. Like life. Yeah, <laughs> like kind of like honestly, it's like so stuff like, like what. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like uh, you know, um, there's that movie. I haven't seen it, but it like the premise is seems like spot on with, with what I would find a scary movie. But um, we we got it. We need to talk about Jeremy or yes. Something. What's that with Tilda Swinton? Yeah, and it's just about a family who's Kevin or? yeah. Kevin. We need to talk. We need to talk about Kevin. It's about a family, and the son becomes like a school shooter, and but it's just oh, about really? the family as a normal family with a kid who's like a little bit off. Right, but like yeah. that—that's the kind of shit that I just go, oh god, because mm-hmm. it just is like it's it's that happens to people. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it's a Think real fucking that. thing. What if you right? raised a, you know, like I know, what if man. you raised a psycho? Yeah, if you like rate like a yeah, it's like a school shooter or whatever. It's like a crazy horrifying thought. And I think that 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 movie I think probably captures it pretty well. Mm-hmm. But then there are movies like. I mean, it follows. I think is like a really well done recent scary film. That's like yeah. not that scary, but it's like it's it's got it's like got a good scary thing where that you're just like, Fuck, I don't want to, I don't want to watch this scene. Yeah. But oh my god, you know, while we're on the topic of of cinematic horror films or whatever, have you guys been watching the new season of of Black Mirror? No, not yet. yet. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm that almost afraid awesome. to. So fucking good, man. It takes so much out of me emotionally. Yeah. I know. I, I kind of have to gear up for him. Well, yeah. each episode. like Drink a whiskey. Like, yeah, Christina really. and I, girlfriend and I, have been watching at night right before we go to bed. Which so is stressful, like, right? It's so fucking stressful. And we watched, the first episode is was just like really good, beautifully art directed, like really interesting. Yeah. The second episode was like, fucked up. what is happening? Uh, yeah. And it was, and it just, you, at the end of it, you're just like, oh my God, I don't know if I can watch it. No, that's it. Yeah. I'm like afraid to like put myself in that But those are, state. and those are good examples too, because like they feel so real. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like, I mean, granted there are some that are like obviously in, in a contrived world, but like the one, the third episode, which we were watching last night, which I, I fell asleep because I was just very tired anyway, and we had a pod mm-hmm. this morning, but it was about like a guy like a kid who is like downloads some malware on accident mm-hmm. oh God. and then he like like what we always hear about where it's like cover the camera on your computer because yep. people could be watching you yeah. it like does that but it's like the kid like he's like a 15 year old kid so he like jerks it one night oh and then they send him the video of him doing that and they're like we're going to share this with everybody you know unless you start doing these things right and it's it, there's just that that whole thing, which I think is everybody's, we've talked about this a little bit before, but like one of everybody's big fears is that like their intimate information online is going to be shared, right? Yeah. So like even those weird things where you're like, like I'm not ashamed of it, but I, I will be if it's presented in the wrong light. Where it's like I've been shopping for you know I've been shopping for like fucking i was on like adam and eve looking at double-sided dildos not because i yeah. want to buy them but like if somebody's like i needed them for something i was working on. yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's art but you know it's like one of those things where it, like that was a really yeah good example of real life horror yeah that they and that's what black mirror does so fucking yeah. well is they take real life technological horror and insecurity mm-hmm. and i think that's the main theme of horror is like insecurity when yes. you feel insecure physically yeah. Or uh, mentally or emotionally out or whatever, control or out of control, it really like it. It becomes like a 
Yeah. A real issue, right? It's like that drifter hanging out outside of your house. Yeah. Right. I don't know where he is. Yeah. He could be watching. Yeah. And then and then all of a sudden you're plotting. like, all those times where you're just like, this house is great. Then then all of a sudden you're like, glass is thin. Yeah. Like, you're like, anyway, you, I can break through that. A yeah. sense of secu- once your sense of security is lost, it's gone. It's gone, exactly. Which, Which is a scary, very scary thing. back scary. to this, one of my stories about a kid whose family leaves him and they go to Europe and he has to defend his house against robbers. It's called Home Alone. <laughs> oh, my God. And man, does he just crush. Oh, I never sleep it's, when I watch that movie. It's terrifying. And it's the real. sequel, what? I'll never go to New York. Never. Ever. I'll lady. never, ever go to New I York. I will never go. On Christmas. <laughs> Screw that place. <laughs> ever. Um, uh, you know Dunkin' Toys is not a real place? <sighs> Frida, do you want to read one? Or do no, you? I can't read. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe too I long. I, I can't read something that long. Uh, I'll start. I'm gonna read another one because this one is segmented really nicely, and I think it might nice. bear some fruit. Is this also the the top of all time? So if oh. this one's disappointing, then uh, I then I we shut don't this down. really understand. Shut yeah. it down. <laughs> um, just get you know, get back to conspiracy. All right. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get in the mood. That's just the that's just like the drum part of the beginning. Only play Toto when yeah. we're just talking about scary Kalim- stuff. Kalimbos. It's the scariest background there. music it ever. Is. <laughs> it is. Well, it would be scary if it was like playing through like a, playing? a Kmart speaker and it was just on loop. Yeah. And you're in the Kmart alone with someone else yeah. and you can't find them. It's actually right. a cool version of a horror movie. This is a different version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what if the song was playing and you were in the Australian outback being chased by that guy from that movie that there's a series of movies where there's this like Australian dude who chases like American tourists and I've seen that movie skins uh, them and Wolf stuff. Creek yes Wolf oh, Creek wow. fucking awesome I feel like this music would play during Wolf Creek because it's it's kind of like lighthearted music but yeah in the worst situation yeah and he's so crazy he's like <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna cut your face off and the way the movie That's ends my is that, that was really the one guy really good. the one guy gets away Quite and then he's me. like buying groceries six months yeah. later and that song's on the mic yeah. on like the and speakers. he's like drops his bag and he drops his bag and he just like shits his pants yeah right is this a way. real thing or are you guys making that I mean that scene that, that's the end of the movie made up, yeah. right yeah. Oh yeah. No, think, it's real. That's how I would end it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did it happen or did it not happen? I don't know. Did it? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Yeah. We're gonna Sounds leave, like I need to see Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek. That movie um, was very good. It's very scary and gross, yeah. and it's based on a true story. It is. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Those Aussies, man, they'll get you. We got to do what a pod do on serial killers one of these days. Fucking sheep and skin and turismo. Yeah. <laughs> skin and gringos. Is it Australia? <laughs> Australia. I come to Australia. I know Australia. <laughs> I really I can't love. Can't do that's a hard one. Are all you of, an accent all of our specialist too? <laughs> I, I too studied accents. Me too. Hello, that's British. Hello, that's Scottish. Hello, that's Australian. Australia. There you go. All right. all right, top of all time. All right, top of all time and no sleep. Um, those accents are pretty scary. Yeah, I guess, right. <laughs> they are. That's a good segue. They're um, bad. All right, so this one is this one this one it sits on that weird line that we were saying earlier, where you're just kind of like, is this a trope that you're using to make the story seem scarier or did this actually happen Mm -hmm. right so the title is i'm a search and rescue officer for the u.s forest service i have some stories to tell so that immediately is like this guy's just a guy he's He's just he's 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 a real real guy telling it and (laughs) okay and his name which makes it i think now makes it seem less real is (laughs) search and rescue woods (laughs) 
<laughs> so. It's not like Dan the Man. Yeah, or yeah. Like Dan Six Nine. It's like it should be something blue collar. Yeah, like he came, he came up with that. He's a burner name. He came up with this name just to tell a story, pretty much. Uh, so this was the best monthly winner in 2015, uh, which is why it's gotten so many upvotes. So, and this, like I said, this one's segmented. So. I wasn't sure where to, where else to put these stories, so I figured I'd share them here. I've been an SAR officer for a few years, and along the way, I've seen some things I think you guys would be interested in, right? So again, he sets it up being like, well, I don't know, I've never heard of this Reddit thing before, but it seems like a place <laughs> yeah. where I can put some stories. Right? My grandkids pointed me this yeah, one. I know, exactly. <laughs> they said, stop telling everybody your stories at the market. Post yeah. it on the interwebs. <laughs> and that's what he did. Um, all right, so the first one is, I have a pretty good track record for finding missing people. Most of the time, they just wander off the path or slip down a small cliff and they can't find their way back. The majority of them have heard the old stay where you are thing and they don't wander far. But I've had two cases where that didn't happen. Both bother me a lot and I use them as motivation to search even harder as a missing person in cases I get called on. The first was a little boy who was out berry picking with his parents. He and his sister were together and both of them went missing at the same time. The parents lost sight of them for a few seconds, and in that time, both of the kids apparently wandered off. When the parents couldn't find them, they called us, and we came out to search the area. We found the daughter pretty quickly, but when we asked where her brother was, she told us that he'd, taken, he'd been taken away by the bear man. She said he gave her berries and told her to stay quiet, that he wanted to play with her brother for a little while. Uh-oh. Jesus, that's Fuck. horrifying. The last she saw of her brother, he was riding on the shoulders of the bear man. That seemed and seemed calm. Of course, our first thought was abduction, but we never found a trace of another human being in that area. The little girl was also insistent that he wasn't a normal man and that he was tall and covered in hair like a bear. Bigfoot. Yeah, exactly. And had a, he had a weird face. We searched the area for weeks. It was one of the longest calls I've ever been on, but we never found a single trace of that kid. The other was a young woman who was hiking with her mom and grandpa. According to the mother, her daughter had climbed up to the tree to get a better view of the forest, and she'd never come back down. That's crazy. Wow. Uh, they waited at the base of the tree for hours, calling her name before they called for help. Again, we searched everywhere and never found a trace of her. I have no idea where she possibly could have been, because neither her mother or grandpa saw her come down. Weird. That's a pretty interesting horror. That's a good, like... S- simple yeah. horror concept. Yeah. Like you climb into a tree and you just don't come down. It's yeah. kind of a bizarre because like where the fuck do you go? It's yeah. Like, it sounds like Gigantopithecus. What? What is that? You don't know about Gigantopithecus? <laughs> no. Uh, Neither do I. Uh, what? It sounds like uh, God <laughs> is taking a Gigantopithecus outside right now. It's it's what people think could it's be. It's raining a lot, foot. guys. It's there raining. we go. Um, <laughs> it's uh it's like a it's like a gorilla. But it's like an old North American gorilla that's extinct. But oh. it's, it's bigger than a gorilla, and people think it still exists. And it's uh, it's oh what Bigfoot is, God. but it's real. It was. Can real. he talk and say, "I just want to oh, hang yeah. out with your brother"? I mean, they're like what nine feet tall. Yeah, the big hairy man. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? I but isn't I feel like is it, I've seen these before. Maybe I've just seen them on Planet of the Apes. You've seen Bigfoot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen these. Things before. Well, those are, that's, right. that's an orangutan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good say. All right. All right. Let's right. hear more. All right. So, the, and like I said, this one's Boy. segmented. So this guy continues to go on. So a few times, I've been out on my own searching with a canine, and they've tried to lead me off, uh, lead me straight up cliffs, not even hills, not even rock faces, straight, sheer cliffs with no possible handholds. 
it's always baffling. And in those cases, we usually find the person on the other side of the cliff or miles from where the canine has led us. I'm sure there's an explanation, but it's sort of strange. Weird. Uh, one, okay, this is the third one. One particularly th- sad case involved the recovery of a body. A nine-year-old girl fell down an embankment and got impaled on a dead tree at the base. It was a complete freak accident, but I'll never forget the sound her mother made when we told her what happened. She saw the body bag. Uh, she saw the body bag being loaded into the ambulance, and she let out the most haunting, heartbroken wail I've ever heard. It was like her whole life was crashing down around her, and part of her had died with her daughter. I heard from the uh, another SAR office that uh, officer that she killed herself a few weeks after it happened. Wow, she couldn't live with the loss of her daughter. See, that's one. Of the, that's a perfect example of what I was saying, where it's like that seems super real yeah and like just sad and depressing and that's the kind of shit that scares me mm-hmm. um i was teamed up with another sar officer because we'd received reports of bears in the area we were looking for a guy who hadn't come home from a climbing trip when we, he was supposed to and we ended up having to do some serious climbing to get uh get to where we figured he'd be we found him trapped in a small crevice with a broken leg it was not pleasant he'd been there for almost two days and his leg was uh very obviously infected we were able to get him to a chopper, and I heard one of the EMTs that the guy was absolutely ins- inconsolable. Kept talking about how he was doing fine, and when he'd gotten to the top, a man had been there. He said the guy had no climbing equipment and was wearing a parka and ski pants. He walked up to the guy, and when the guy turned around, he said he had no face. It was just blank. He freaked out and ended up trying to get off the mountains t- too fast, Whoa. which is why he'd fallen. He said he couldn't hear the guy he, he could hear the guy all night climbing down the mountain and letting out these terrible muffled screams the story bothered the hell out of me i'm glad i wasn't there to hear it shit shit that's fucking scary dang um one of the scariest things that's ever happened to me involved the search of a young woman who's gotten separated from her hiking group we were out until late at night because the dogs had picked up the scent when we found her she was curled up under a large rotten log she was missing her shoes and pack and she was clearly in shock. She didn't have any injuries, and we were able to get her to walk with us uh, back to the base ops. Along the way, she kept looking behind us and asking us why that big man with black eyes was following us. Couldn't see anyone, so we just wrote it off as some weird symptom of shock. But the closer we got to base, the more agitated the woman got. She kept asking me to tell him to stop making faces at her. At one point, she stopped and turned around and started yelling into the forest, saying that she wanted him to leave her alone. She wasn't going to go with him, she said, and she wouldn't give us to him. And she wasn't. She wouldn't give us to him. Uh, we finally got her to keep moving, but we started hearing these weird noises coming from all around us. It was almost like coughing, but more rhythmic and deeper. It was almost insect-like. I don't really know how else to describe it. When we were within a sight of the base ops, the woman turned to me. Her eyes are about as wide as I can imagine a human uh, could open them. She touches my shoulder and says... He says to tell you to speed up. Doesn't like looking at the scar on your neck. I have a very small scar on the base of my neck, but it's mostly hidden under my collar. I have no idea how this woman saw it. Right after she said it, I hear the weird coughing right in my ear. And I just about jumped out of my skin. I hustled her to ops, trying to show how freaked out I or trying not to show how freaked out I was. But I have to say, I was really happy when we left that area that night. Ooh. And then... This is the last one I'll tell, and it's probably the weirdest story I have. So there is a part two to this, too. I'm not going to read that, but um, it's a little bit further down. Now, I don't, know, I don't know if this story is true in every SAR unit, but in mine, it's sort of, all, it's sort of an unspoken regular thing we run into. I try to ask about it if, 
with other SAR officers, but even if they know what you're talking about, they probably won't say anything about it. We've been told we've been told not to talk to uh, talk about it to our superiors, and at this point, they've all gotten so used to it that it doesn't even seem weird anymore. On just about every case where we're really far into the wilderness, I'm talking like 30 or 40 miles, at some point we'll find a staircase in the middle of the woods. What? It's almost like if you took the stairs in your house, cut them out, and put them in the forest. I asked about it the first time I saw some, and the other officer just told me not to worry about it, and it was normal. Everyone I asked said the same thing. I wanted to go check them out, but I was told very emphatically that I should never go near any of them. I just sort of ignore them now when I run into them because it happens so what frequently. What do you think they are? Uh, like crazy mountain men building them and maybe that's their territory? I mean, <laughs> that's another really good really good storytelling tactic, I guess, with horror stories. It's just like you introduce a familiar thing in an mm-hmm. unfamiliar place. Yeah, and just and then just, just Yeah, and just like leave it there. Yeah. Just Did like, you guys see The Witch, the movie? Yes. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. There's really some like movie. good creepiness to that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the that movie was awesome. Scary. The woods are scary. The woods are very scary. I had this one moment. I was in in this every summer when I was a kid, we'd go to the northern woods in Wisconsin, stay in a cabin for a week, right? Um, which was so much fun. Um, <laughs> it really, we had so much fun. We were like went um, fishing every day, and like I trained a chipmunk to climb onto my head using peanuts. Like, what? Oh my god! Yeah, like it was. So, it was like that's my like favorite the, thing that's about a, childhood. It's a very wood nymph. Yeah, it was very cool. But um, we drove out to kind of like this little field in the middle of a clearing in the woods to pick uh, raspberries. Right. And I remember me, my brother, my aunt, and my mom were out there. And you kind of had to drive down this very narrow path to a clearing. It would be hard to get back out if another car was walking you. Right. It's basically like the vibe I got. And everybody starts picking berries. And I just had a really bad feeling in my gut like i didn't think it was a safe place to be like there was something like i don't know if you've ever gotten that feeling but it was like very evil like something very evil about it and i remembered wait what was it it was like a clearing where it was like i remember it was around woods it was a clearing and there was like tall yellow grass and everybody was picking berries and i was just like guys we should go we should go we should go like i really think we should go it's it wasn't like a demonic feeling. It was more like I was felt like we were being watched. Ooh. And like I just remember seeing over the top of the um, yellow grass this like hippie van. Ooh. And it was not coming up the drive, but it was just parked on the other side. And I was like, we need to get in the car. We need to get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. I just, I've got a bad feeling. It's like Charles Manson style. Right? Yeah. Like, and my mom had something happen to her in the same area when she when we were like babies and we went up there um she had just had knee surgery this kind of bleeds into the same thing but it's she had just had knee surgery so she was out walking in the woods as like kind of um daytime physical therapy right so she asked my grandma to come my grandma's like nah i'm not gonna come like just go by yourself so my mom's out walking kind of limping she's got her knee thing this hippie van passes her slow and she kind of notices it because she's alone in the middle of the right. woods on like a one lane gravel road. And um, you don't see a lot of cars there. Um, so she's like, takes note of it. She sees it pull a U turn up ahead and start coming back towards her again really slow, really slow. 
passes her again. She starts to get that, like, nervous feeling in her stomach. Um, nothing happens for a while. Ten minutes later, it passes her again. Um, slowing down a lot. And she sees it do the same thing. You turn, come back around, slow down. She can't see the driver. She can't see anything. But she sees that the sliding door is open. Ooh, so that's terrible. So, at that point, she's tears streaming down her face she can't run she her knees fucked she's convinced she's going to be kidnapped and tortured somehow in there made she's, to start a cult yeah like right. she's rob a bank at that point literally decided they are gonna have to kill me because i'm Jesus. not getting in that van um and at the same time back at the cabin my aunt betsy got a really weird feeling and basically grabbed the keys and told my grandpa, we got to go find Susie. We got to go find Susie. Something's wrong. And so it's like, this is an actual true story, but just as the hippie van was coming along again, the door was open. They were going to grab my mom. My grandpa's like suburban with my aunt and him turned the corner at the same time, just start honking the horn, screaming out the window. And the guy just sped off. And you're with your grandpa, like, hanging out with a machine gun? Yeah, like, that's in my mind. He had a machine gun on the side. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But she was that close to something really bad happening. And Northern Woods, like, now every time either of us sees a hippie van, we're like, that just seems, like, very... Hippies are not as bubbly as they want to no. come out. No, and there's uh, there are serial killers in the past that have used vans as, like... Like, it's a perfect have you place ever to heard kill. of? Um, I feel like that's like the thing, right? Yeah, have you ever heard of Lawrence Bittaker? How much of those experiences do you think Norris, are people just fucking around versus? Well, that's you know, that's it. Like you don't know if they're just fucking around right. with you, or, and that's the thing now is like, you know because repeat oh, fuck around. Well, the clown thing I find hilarious. Did you see the new one that's like a hoax. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's all of them are hoax, right? Well, this one is like a guy pulls out a gun on a clown, like starts beating him up. <laughs> <laughs> on a, on a clown? What's some? It's a viral video, but they're saying it's a hoax. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's funny. Damn but it's, it. it looks it looks kind of legit. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just love, I love, I love this thing that's happening. This real world thing that always <laughs> like in small towns. It's basically. It seems like it's always high schoolers or like young college people. Yeah. Like, they dress up as clowns and just stand places. Yeah, and stand. Because they know it and stare and, out. and it fucking bothers people. But it's like. Made huge national news everywhere. Yeah. So then yeah. more people do it. And more people are doing it. And then like, it's, kinda, a, it's become fucking a group of funny. Like yeah. 500 it's students at planking. Penn State that went on like a witch hunt for cl- a clown hunt. Because there was a report of some clown in the area. And they and like, went like, out oh, and God, like, oh, God they God went damned. on a clown hunt. <laughs> they like lynched him and they like, uh, and, and they went on this thing. And the Shit. Back. Was he okay? He was they just some like fourteen year old. Yeah. What was it like a real? Was it a real native clown? Where it was like a like a native like, clown? like try to take off his mask and they're just like it's like a it's just like another found, mask. found in the found in the wilderness. It's just a joker. And like they like, <laughs> yeah. they like cut his they like cut him with a knife and like balloons come out where it's supposed to be blood. <laughs> or they keep it's taking like, the mask off, but I there's know. another one underneath. <laughs> nonstop. Is that Toto? I'm hearing. Oh my god, no! I think that. That's my alarm. That's not Toto. That's my go-to-work alarm. Is that your... Is that like... What is that? It's like a nice... I cover it up. I really want there to be native clowns now. I'm like kind of bummed out that that is not a thing. It's like in the wild. Like, did you find Bigfoot? It's the same thing. You find a clown and you capture him in a cage and... 
Well, then there was this guy that started a movement in Tucson that was like uh, Clowns Live Matters. Clowns oh, Lives I saw that. Matters. That got shut down because of death threats. Really? Death threats, yeah. So yeah. then there was this little clown backlash. But the guy that posted the picture like had bloody teeth. Jesus. Like he didn't. <laughs> Jesus, fuck, man. Yeah, like he wasn't. <laughs> You kind of get like, yeah, like there's probably a lot of really nice clowns that just do kids' birthday parties, and like, <laughs> let's not kill them all. Uh, let's not kill them all. All right. Let's not. But they're not really them. helping themselves. So Monday, if you see a clown, what do you do? Halloween's coming up. I know. Well, I, I kill him. I think we got to kill him. We got to put him in a cage. At least try push to, him. Try to sell him to the circus. Push him yeah. into the river or pool or something. Yeah. <laughs> push him. Into the <laughs> river. Remember, him. remember, listeners. If you see a clown on Halloween, shove him in the river. Put him in a van <laughs> and, and put the van in neutral and send it straight to the river. Send it to the river, people. <laughs> Just send him up river. That's what I say. What if there's what if there's a like a in the same way that like ginger ginger hate became like a the new racist the new like clown r- the race like it was, it was like the racist trend. Yeah. It's like fun to be hateful against gingers. Yeah. Like, what if it became a thing for clowns? Oh my god! And everybody, everybody started getting really clown hostile. Count, clown rights. Oh my god! I would love that. I would actually be very into that. Uh, that would be awesome. Ringling Brothers must be pissed right now. Yeah. Enrollments down. Oh, you're uh, yeah. right. Hundreds of percent. Clown school, man. They're clown suffering. They're going the way of ITT Tech. <laughs> Another horror story. Trump, Trump University. Yeah, this going go the way of Trump. You. Uh, um, do you, well, you properly Boobus, do you need to? Do you need to? I go? have to go. I have to go to well, work. Well, this is a real bummer because uh, you know. keep doing this one for days. So no sleep. Um, so looking a little bit deeper into no sleep, I, we with a sub this robust. It's really hard to do anything more than scratch the surface. Obviously. It's a really. It's a good one to. St- I mean, literally, what it says like you can't sleep. You want to just hang out and read some really yeah. creepy right. stories. Well, it's not or help you or sleep. you want to read stories that are going to keep you from sleeping. Yeah, both. <laughs> both. Yeah, I don't actually think this is a sub for like I can't sleep. I need to be. I need, I need to go to sleep. To well, that's I mean, <laughs> how all this the horror story start. It's like I'm up late. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't go to bed. I'm just gonna like look on the internet and it right. spirals and then you find these little stories oh my god and then the window you starts scratching you become even right. less and, and less likely to sleep goddamn cat highway <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just won't shut cat. up nothing the, the cat society the international cat society is on my <laughs> roof right now <laughs> well one of these days I want to do let's not meet because I yeah. think true stories are way scarier yeah. than fiction I agree so before we close this one out True stories, so, scary. Boobus, True swords, awesome. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so Boobus already gave us a good little scary, uh, scary pre-rape story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frida, do you have a do you have a scary story, a real scary story to end on? That's real, not not, not that scary. I'm trying to think if I have. Oh, man, no, I'm I'm like one of those guys that has like I haven't had like a ghost experience or anything yeah. telepathic yeah. or alien. I'm either just fucking obtuse to it all. Maybe right. I should open my eyes more, or it doesn't happen to somebody like me. Maybe my like I think it's like I don't my sensors aren't on. Maybe. Maybe. Some people have sensors for yeah. that stuff, and some people don't. Because I've heard stories, and I'm like, oh, that sounds pretty convincing. Yeah, it just never happened to me. Right. I, I don't. I mean, it is very much like a perceptual thing. I mean, sometimes it's like very glaring in your face. But, but even like, when your mom's sister said she had like a feeling. Yeah. Like I don't. I've never really you had might those have feelings. Just been Maybe I'm watching too much Two and a Half Men. It's turning off my, it's it's messing up my radar. All the the ghosts are trying to creep you, and you're just just too engaged. That Charlie Sheen. (laughs) I get it now. I love that idea. They're just like, there's, there's tapping on your windows. They're like, (laughs) 
There's, there's, I've almost been killed yeah. so many times. All of, yeah. all of your furniture is <laughs> floating, and you're just so into Two and a Half Men that and you're Big just... Big Bang Theory. <laughs> you can't even... You're not even, That's not even distracted. I love that comedy lineup. That's <laughs> probably, probably just the wind. <laughs> Next episode. Yeah, it's like, don't say like cat highway. Why would so I be worried about the cat highway? That's they're just day. cats. <laughs> cat society on Getting, the roof. They just need to get where they're going and they just go. I mean, I guess that's a thing. If you were a ghost and you were like trying to trying to trying to spook some people, and every time they were just like, it's probably just some cats yeah, on the roof. You'd, you'd be like, well, this is fucking dumb. I'm going to another house. Well, there's, yeah. yeah. How much do you buy in? You buying into whatever happens is like a huge part of yeah. huge. Right? Yeah. And if you don't really buy in because you're watching too much. Big Bang or Two Men. <laughs> too much CBS. Too much CBS yeah. comedy lineup. Then, yeah. you know, maybe you don't have those stories. Maybe I'm just yeah. like, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's that's pretty much sums up. I'm trying to think if I have yeah, a really good one. I have. You know who's fucking creepy around here is your neighbor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's a major She left creep. a note on my car. Yeah. No, Again she, or no, the original? Just, just once. She's she's proper insane. And she's and then like, your other neighbor, that little old Japanese lady. Oh, yeah. She gave oh, me yeah. the eyes today. Yeah, but I think she's kind of sweet, right? Oh, is she? She's, well, I don't she, know, man. She kept an eye on me, but when she saw my donuts, she was like, she's okay. Yeah. I think, she's, she, I think yeah. a little old lady sees like a man walking around in the, at 6.45 in the morning. She's and just like, like, right. That doesn't seem her right. Her little well, we have, Asian I think our, uh, yeah. <laughs> Our, our, um, it's just a gong. Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge, huge, oh, huge gong. Um, that's a, such a nice noise. I don't yeah. know. It's kind of a it's nice, kind of it's better calming. than, better than a, yeah, better than like a alarm. You're more apt to like react rationally yeah. Yeah. with a gong. So here, here is actually one scary story that was like really scary. It only was like a moment, mm-hmm. literally a moment. But when we were, when I was growing up, my dad, we were like on a, road trip somewhere in like near Cleveland where my dad's from or like driving around a go, uh, neighborhood that we didn't know. Go tribe. Go tribe. Go tribe. I know. It's a big year. It's Two in one year. Oh, that'd be crazy. Wouldn't it? City will burn. We need to actually watch some games, I guess. We got to do yeah, that tonight. Here's oh yeah. Tonight. Yeah. Um, but we were, we were, we were driving around and we were kind of in like a, an industrial part of Cleveland and my dad was clearly lost and we were like going over like a railroad track and then we, I turn so you went right. To the other side of the track. I yeah, we went to the other side. <laughs> but I turn right, and then we hear this like, and there's a train like oh forty feet from us. Whoa! And my dad just fucking zips off, and then it goes by, and we were just like, what? Wow! <laughs> like it wow. was one of the most. I mean, it was horrifying for like a moment, obviously, yeah. but that moment was like a really intense moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, it was Shit, that was a real that was a real scary situation. I don't think I have any other like I jumped on a train once that was like just going through town. They slow down when they go through town. Right. Yeah. And I to to get you know, I, I couldn't cross the street because the train was going, so I just got on the train and then right. like, climbed through it and then Damn. jumped over. I was like It's pretty bold. And then I was like, that was dumb. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. That's pretty cool though. I thought I was fucking kick ass at the time. Right. Yeah. Like, hey, guess what I did? This is before you That's had very, cell like, phones this right. before like cell phones yeah. where you just like hung out on your phone and tweeted yeah. Yeah. stuff. Did you do this barefoot? <laughs> Wearing like burlap yeah. pants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go out with a bunch of crawfishes in your pocket. Crawfish yeah. my fucking twiggy hair. Yeah. I had twig hair and grease chin. Ah, the your good old days. Urchin running I was around sipping off a glass bottle of milk. Yep. It had separated. I was just drinking the cream side. The cream. Yeah. Cream side top. Water side uh, second. Young, mm. young free day. 
Well, yeah, I had been riding the rails for months. Did you grow up in the Graves of Wrath? This seems like the best town to stop in. And when I got there, that's when I wreaked havoc. Shit. I just started walking into people's backyards and staring. Got the extra shrimp. Scramp. I eat Dale shrimp. I need scramp. I eat Dale scramp. I'll take your Dale. Whatever you think is bad, I will eat happily. Just Don't throw it away. Bag, I need more Just because it says expired does not mean it is actually expired. I put them in my good. pocket and get back on the train. As long as their eyes ain't glassy, they're good. Oh my god! Day old scramps. <laughs> That's day old scramp. You're the horror. I love that there are people. There are people in small towns across the United States who have. The legend, the urban legend of the Dale the ten year old Dale Scrimp boy. His name is Denny. Like, Denny the Dale Scrimp boy. Why do we leave the Dale Scrimps out on the front porch? <laughs> because this little kid comes by. His name's <laughs> so, Denny. Denny. The, the, so he doesn't bother us. Yeah, it's like he's said his name three times and you show up. He'll, he'll scratch at our windows for it. <laughs> <laughs> Time to get out, shrimp, sir. Yeah. I built up a tolerance to the bacteria. <laughs> I don't get sick anymore like regular folk. <laughs> I gotta make a note oh. to make a Dale Scrimp art. <laughs> oh man, that's a scary story. I guess. So, I think all right. On that note, I think we gotta wrap. I gotta wrap this one up. That one. Uh, that one really went off the rails real quick. I love it. Jenny the Dale Scrimp boy. <laughs> oh boy. Wow. All right. Well, this is Did You Read It talking about no sleep, uh, which is you'll never (laughs) never sleep after that horrifying tale (laughs) of Dale Scrimp. (laughs) Daddy Dale Scrimp boy. (laughs) Okay. Oh, Um, my God. All right, we got to go. So this is uh, Happy Halloween, um, and we're quickly approaching Christmas time, which means uh, the Reddit Secret Santa. Everybody needs to sign up because it's the best time of the year. We got to get something from Russia. Oh, I hope. Uh, this, do we have a trade embargo with them yet? I think Reddit is surpasses, surpasses any embargo. embargo. <laughs> I hope so. Um, you got to right, do a, so, pro- a proxy mailbox, yeah, yeah, by, by way of yeah. Istanbul or something. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, all right, so this is uh, it's your dad, dog boobs, and my free day talking about Reddit and other things. We will catch you next week with another Ooh, captivating. Whoa, 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 probably whoa, not. Whoa, we should whoa, do another whoa. conspiracy thing yep, soon because I think, I think so. we we kind of talk about it every time. Clinton yeah. body count. Oh, oh, that's true. Yeah, maybe we'll do a conspiracy for the election. But all right, okay. cool. Well, we'll wrap this one up. So uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.